Friends, it is good to come together, to come together in person and from home. And we remember that where two or three are gathered, God is with us. May we feel God's spirit drawing us together and connecting us this day and always. For our announcements today, our first one is um, our treasurer, George, has an announcement to share with us. Thank you, George. Thank you, McCall. First of all, I have a couple of uh, thank yous. And the first one is with regards to our local mission and service fund. If you will recall that I had uh, sent out an email in September stating our position that we looked like we were going to be short by the end of the year. Well, I can tell you right now, we reached our goal of $9,200. And Laura will be sending out those checks shortly. The second one has to do with the announcements that were showing up in the services and online. And that is that we were looking at a budget of something like $14,000 as, as of the end of August. And I'm pleased to say that we've reduced that down. We're now approximately um, $8,500. So we've got a, got a little ways to go before the end of the year. And if we can uh, all pull together just a little bit, we can make sure that when we hit the end of the year, that we're not in a deficit position and we can have a, have a little bit of a surplus going forward to next year. Okay, so thank you very much. Keep up the support and Merry Christmas, everybody. And thank you for all the care you give as our treasurer um, and all the time and energy and skill you put into that role. We are truly blessed to have you sharing your gifts in that way. Um, a couple more announcements. Our Christmas Eve service, there is an in-person Christmas Eve service at 7 p.m. Um, space is limited. We've, we've found ways to, uh, to make more space in the sanctuary, a little bit more space, but space is still limited. So if you are planning on coming on Christmas Eve, please um, call the office or uh, contact the office and let Laurel know that you'll be coming. Um, it'll be wonderful to have an in-person service this year. For those of you who are worshiping from home or who prefer to worship from home or have to worship from home or maybe you're gone um, on Christmas Eve, there is our, um, we're going to be re-showing last year's Christmas Eve service that was pre-recorded and it will be on our um, YouTube page as well as shown on Whiteman Time to be announced. Next Sunday. Uh, Adam will t is telling me that next Sunday he will have the time of our service on Whiteman's. Who knows, maybe you can watch that and come in person. We'll see. A couple of um, special announcements from, oh, from our congregation as well. As of December 31st, our Grants Independent Grocery Tape Fundraising Program will come to an end. Thank you to everyone who has been donating your grocery tapes, um, your receipts, and thank you to Catherine Dankel who's been adding them up and submitting them um, each and every, well, I don't know if it's every week, but every time they, go, they are sent to grants. So as of December 31st, we'll no longer be um, able to give those in to grants, and um, the last day for drop-off will be December 19th. And you can drop them off either there is a little gift bag in the um, cart at the top of the stairs where the food donations go, or you can put them into the mailbox at the side door um, anytime. 
but we're thankful to grants for running that program for so many years and um, for Catherine for taking that up and, and doing all the, the mathematics that are involved with it. A couple of announcements from Heather, our um, children, youth, who looks after our children, youth, and family ministry. Um, and all ages outdoor caroling is going to be taking place on the evening of December 22nd. If you are interested in taking part in that, um, Heather needs to know the numbers, so um, contact her. The, her contact information is on the weekend announcements, or you can call the church and have that message passed along. Also, um, we have Messy Church Take-Home Edition, a Christmas Take-Home Edition. So um, if you've got young ones in your life that you'd like to share um, a Christmas Take-Home activity bag with, please contact Heather. Again, if you, um, you can contact the church office to pass the message along to her or see the announcements. Um, the Salvation Army is looking for Red Kettle volunteers. So if you've got some time to share and um, are comfortable with being st standing with the, ke the kettles this year, um, they are looking for volunteers and you can contact the uh, Salvation Army for, um, to volunteer for that. One of the, the blessings of this fall has been for me and, and for all of us, has been the opening up of our church building again. If you see the announcements, um, the weekend announcements, you'll see all the things that are happening each day of the week. At Grace, we have a, a strong, strong ministry of space, um, that our space, our physical space here at the church serves our community. We've been able to welcome back several of our church groups in person, um, as well as groups that have been here before, such as guiding and scouting and AA and al and the shuffleboard group, to name a few. Um, but we have a new group that is joining us, a group that is serving the needs of our community in a, in a really powerful way. Health Outreach, C-A-R-E, um, is now being hosted in the gym every second Wednesday from, I think, 11.30 till, till 4. This group has been working outside in the downtown area and now has come inside for the winter and utilizing our gym. They bring together many local social services, including food, clothing, public housing, and mental health and health care support and navigation. Um, this group includes public health, which is providing sexual health counseling, vaccination, harm reduction, and more. Um, it's, it's amazing to see them setting up and all these social services coming together in one place because one of the realities of social support networks um, is that many people are doing different pockets and it's hard to navigate sometime. So we are serving our community in wonderful ways as we open our building once again and we give thanks to God that we're in a place where we can do that and the space that we have that we can use to bless our community with. And in this way, we love God and love our neighbor as ourselves. Our regional council prayer list for this week is um, the people of Dungannon United Church. Dungannon United Church closed this summer. We give thanks to God for the ministry, the ways in which Dungannon United has been a holy and nurturing place for so many people for so many years. And we pray that its legacy will live on in the people um, as they find new church homes and continue to love God and love their neighbors. 
Finally, one of the things we haven't been able to do is um, birthdays and anniversaries. So if you have a birthday or anniversary in December, why don't you raise your hand and we will applaud for you. Any birthdays or anniversaries in December? We got, we got two waving. <laughs> anniversary? Yes. Happy anniversary. So let's, we give thanks to God for the celebrations of life that meet us even in these difficult times. In the Gospel of Luke, John the baptizer points to Jesus. As the people were filled with expectation, questioning whether John might be the Messiah, John answered them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. When we follow Jesus Christ, we find hope in abundance. We light our third candle to praise God, whose spirit comes to us with disturbing and wonderful blessings. We pray, living Christ, give us faith to trust you, hope to follow you, and love to live for you. We trust you, we love you, we praise you. Amen. And let us hear the good news shared in our minute for mission and in our scripture reading. Let the world of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God, says the book of Colossians 3, 16. From the beginning of time, people have known that nothing stirs the heart and brings people together quite like music. Music has the power to change our world. And when we harness it, we do too. That's why Embracing the Spirit grants, supported through your mission and service gifts, and Seeds of Hope grants, administered by the United Church Foundation, fund music projects that build community and tend to the soul across our United Church. For example, your generosity makes a joyful noise at Sprucedale United Church in Chatham. When an outreach ministry provides free ukulele lessons to adults so they can provide entertainment to local retirement and nursing homes. Thanks to your support, Prairie Point's pastoral charge in southwestern Alberta received a grant to license songs to create a condensed song book for use in hospitals and lodges. At Port Nelson United Church in Burlington, Ontario, your gifts, your gifts helped fund a new handbell choir. And in Kamloops United Church, Kamloops, British Columbia, a drop-in pride choir for LGBTQ2S plus community members and allies. When harnessed for good music, helps us take important steps to social justice, says Sarah Charters, Director of Philanthropy and President of the United Church Foundation. Looking back, music has played a key role in anti-war, civil rights, and women's movements. How many of us on a personal level have been motivated to make a life change after listening to a song or turn to music to soothe our spirit? Music is the language of the spirit, she says. Your generosity means that our United Church can pool resources to make an incredible impact in your local communities from coast to coast. An impact none of us could ever make alone. 
Thank you for fostering spirituality, community, and inspiring social change through music. Your generosity makes hearts sing with joy. Luke 1, verses 39 to 55. Mary visits Elizabeth. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Mary's song of praise. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. According to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Set up a new life after my parents divorced and raised my sister and I with great love and care. There was my Aunt Janice who broke boundaries and has spent her whole career working in the parts department of, a car, dealer, of car dealerships, a trailblazer in what has been a male-dominated profession. There's my other aunt, Diane, in her quiet manner, who has supported her family and has always shown my sister and I great love, support. Then there was my grandmother, the matriarch of, our, of a household of three daughters, who despite her tiny frame, she was both here and, and teeny tiny frame, I always knew she was a powerful force. From, my early, from an early age, I was surrounded by wonderful and powerful women who have shaped my life in many profound ways. In the New Testament, there are no other women quite like Mary, the Mary we hear about in the Gospel according to Luke. The Gospel of Luke spends a long time talking about Mary. That is a pretty special thing. Mary is the only woman with her own song in the New Testament. In this way, she joins with some pretty spectacular women of the Old Testament, including Miriam and Hannah, who sing songs that are very similar to Mary's song. Mary is not, she is not a passive, not a nameless woman cast to the sideline of the Gospel of Luke. In Luke, it is Mary who receives the angel's announcement about how she will give birth to the Messiah. 
And it is her that says, it is, and she says yes to it all. Then as we hear today, Mary takes a trip to be with her cousin Elizabeth, and there's a beautiful and powerful moment between these two pregnant women as Elizabeth blesses Mary, and Mary sings a powerful song. Today we hear the Magnificat, the song of Mary. Mary sings of how God has blessed her, a lowly servant. She is lowly, not because she's meek and mild, but she is lowly because of how society has made her. She is a young Jewish woman living under the oppression of the Roman Empire in Israel. She is a woman in a patriarchal society that often made women who were not married or who were widowed very vulnerable. She is not part of a noble or powerful or influential or wealthy family. Rather, she is part of the impoverished majority. Mary, the Gospel of Luke says, will be forced in her most vulnerable moment of her pregnancy to travel over a hundred kilometers in order to be counted for, the, for an oppressive taxation system of the Roman government and have to give birth far from home and far from family. She'll give birth among the warmth of a family's livestock. Mary sings out of her low stature. She sings to all who are also face oppression, who cry out to God, who long for the Messiah and pray and cry for a world changed. She sings out a song of hope, a song of teeth-gritting determination. She sings a song of revolution. This past Monday, our country marked and remembered one of the great horrors of our history, the Ecole Polytechnique or Montreal Massacre. On December 6, 1989, a young man walked into, a, this, into the school stating that he was fighting feminism and he murdered 15 women and injured 14 others. Out of that horrific day has come the National Day of Remembrance and Action on the Violence Against Women. Lament is the passionate expression of grief or sorrow. In our faith, lament is a sacred act, an act of crying out to God and to this world that things are not okay. We lament. We lament gender-based violence and discrimination. The statistics around gender-based violence and discrimination are shocking and tragic. Last year, on average, women employed in full-time work in Canada made 76.8 cents for every dollar made by a man on average. That year, women were also 10 times more likely to have fallen out of the labor force. Women, girls, two-spirited, two transgendered and non-binary people are more likely 
to face gender-based violence. Four in 10 women experience some form of intimate partner violence and are eight times more likely than men to be killed by their partner. We're a rural people, so it's important to know that rural women are five times more likely to face intimate partner violence than rural men. And this next number shocked me, 75% more likely than urban women. Racialized women, indigenous women, and transgendered and non-binary people face higher levels of violence. In 2014, 3,491 women and 2,774 children slept in shelters because they were not safe at home, 78% of them having faced abuse. Every six days, a woman in Canada is killed. It's important to pause and to note that if you're facing violence or need support, you can call 211 to find resources in our community, or 911 if it's an emergency situation. Discrimination, abuse, and murder are a reality that touch many women's lives here in Canada and throughout the world. As we prepare for Christmas, we are invited by Mary to hear how the promises that are birthed in Jesus enter into and engages the painful and broken realities of life. So we join in the cry of lament, lamenting gender-based violence and discrimination. Mary cries out, and she has an important message to share in her song. She sings of salvation, not personal salvation, but of God renewing all creation, God turning things upside down, God shaking it all out and putting it back together the way life was meant to be, the way life can be. It is a world where those who have been made meek and mild, who have been oppressed for the gain of others, those who are suffering are lifted up. And those who have lifted themselves up above others are brought low. She sings because she knows that within her lies God's promise waiting to be born, the promise that has been spoken throughout her faith, the Messiah who will finally reveal God's way in this world will come. Mary's song is a dangerous song. It's been banned several times throughout history. It's a dangerous song because it connects people to God's revolution of love and justice, and it inspires people to join in the work of God in this world. We are invited to join in the work of God in this world. Lament is a very important Christian practice. Noticing, grieving, and crying out to God over the things in our lives and in our world that are not right. We are called to lament as an act of faith. God also calls us, and God also equips us to put into action our response to the cries of this world. And in this way, Mary is a role model for us. Not only does she sing a mighty song of praise, not only does she sing a revolution song that brings hope and inspiration, Mary is an active participant 
in God's work of salvation, of God's work of shaking the structures of this world and restoring creation. Mary physically embodies God's promise. She nurtures it and gives birth to it. She sings a song that will give hope and embolden people for centuries. For Mary, the advent of God's good news is not passive. For her, Christmas is not something to be observed from afar, but lived out and participated in. And we are called not just to be passive observers of the good news. We too live out the message of Christmas, the song of Mary, it resonates within our bodies, stirring our minds and our muscles, leading us to join in the revolution of love and justice that Christ proclaims. We see the pain of the world, and like Mary, we proclaim that God is changing the world and calls us to a new way. We name the injustice and we do not allow gender-based violence and discrimination to hide behind silence and discomfort, to be tucked away in our lives from our noticing. We take the deep, hard look at ourselves, our families, our church, our society, and we dare to become uncomfortable as we meet the areas that need to be changed or healed. We join our voice and our actions in supporting justice movements, shelters and organizations working to end gender-based violence and discrimination. If we need, we reach out for help to support us through the effects of violence and discrimination. We work together to create a safe, inclusive, loving and justice-centered church and society. We support those who are seeking to change their ways and we believe those who face discrimination and violence. We can take part in the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence from the Canadian government and we can reflect on the 16 ways to help end gender-based violence that is shared on the government's website. We can learn about resources in our area so that we can reach out for the help we need, or we can learn about the resources in our area so that we are ready to help each other when we face others' needs. And we do all of this out of a deep and powerful faith. Like Mary, we hold on to the promise and share the holy song that God is changing the world by renewing all creation. We join in the revolution of love and justice as God works through each and every one of us, drawing us together, and we journey the path of Christ that is revealed on Christmas and each and every day. My heart shall sing of the day you bring. Let the fires of your justice burn. Wipe away all tears, for the dawn draws near, and the world is about to turn. We all need good role models in our lives. I am blessed with many powerful, everyday, ordinary women who shape the way I see the world and the life I live. Today we are invited to hear God speaking to us through Mary and to let Mary be a role model for us, to embolden us, to challenge us and to empower us. Let us join in her song and take our place in God's great revolution of love and justice. In this way, we prepare our lives for the coming of Christ and we take our part 
in the holy things that God is doing right here and right now. Amen. And thanks be to God. And friends, let us join together in prayer. O Holy One, ever-present, ever-leading, ever-comforting and guiding, we thank you for all the gifts that are shared, the gifts that are shared in this church, the gifts that are shared in this world. We ask that you bless the gifts of time, talent, and treasure that are offered here today, that are offered throughout the week. May they be used to be a blessing in this church and in this world. You reveal to us a new way of, of being, O oh God, restoring all creation, your love and justice, bringing healing and hope and lifting up those who have been abused, who are hurting, who have been pushed down by so many things. We give you thanks, O oh God, for all who have been role models in our lives, especially in remembering today the women who have broken boundaries, inspired justice, called out sexism and violence, and made the world a more just place in line with the dream you implant within us all. As we celebrate the Song of Mary and the promise it proclaims, O oh God, we join our hearts in the bold act of love and prayer. We pray for all whose lives are touched by violence and discrimination, remembering especially those who face gender-based violence and discrimination today. We pray for all who work for change, those who educate, support, empower, and advocate. We pray for all who perpetuate violence that they may feel your love healing them and guiding them towards a better way. We pray for all who are suffering or struggling or living with traumas, that they may be surrounded in your love and care. We hold in prayer women's house and other shelters and services that provide counseling, safe place, and support. We pray for all who are struggling with job loss, underemployment, or poverty. We pray for the Salvation Army Food Bank in our community and all who are offering food support. We pray for the health outreach in our community that is now utilizing the space in our church as they provide essential services and support to some of the most vulnerable in our community. We pray for all who are living with addiction, for all who are grieving the loss of a loved one, the loss of a dream, all loss of work and more. We pray for all who are facing difficult changes in health. We pray for all who are struggling through this pandemic. We hold in prayer Dr. Ian Era and all who work in public health. As they continue to guide us through this pandemic, we pray for all who administer the vaccinations, who are working to educate and answer questions, and all who are working for vaccine equality across this world. We pray for those who are working for justice in this world. We pray for Kairos and the Mission Service Fund. We pray for all those who were affected by the tornadoes in the United States and all who suffer because of environmental disasters. 
We pray for all who offer support and care. And we offer to you now, God, our individual prayers. Holy God, we pour out these prayers to you, joining them with the song of Mary and the prayers of all creation as we proclaim and seek out ways to live into your hope and act of love in this world. We pray all this in Jesus' name as together we say the Lord's Prayer in whatever language and version touches our hearts and leads us to hope. We pray together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And friends, as we go from here, may we feel God's love filling us, healing us, and strengthening us. May we go out remembering that we are blessed to be a blessing. Let us go in love, let us go in peace, and let us go with God. Amen. <laughs>